All right, I think I think we're now recording. How's it going? It's going good. <laughs> How's it going with you? It's going well, man. It's going well. Excited to have you on. I'm uh, excited because you always got you always got the best energy. That's why I love you. You're just <laughs> always the most positive vibes rapper I've ever met. <laughs> Oh yeah, man. Hey, I'm all about positive vibes. I just want a good time. I want everybody around me to be in a good mood and have fun. Yeah, yeah. I want everybody to go smooth. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you're fighting the fighting the cold though. You're definitely fighting that. Yeah. <laughs> My dad. Um, Love yeah, you're good. Man. You get how how was uh how was it out there? Cause you were just you just got back from what Panama City, right? Yeah, it was amazing, man. It was it was definitely a wonderful time. It was it was great, and uh, basically bumped into a um a lot of promoters and everything down there. So it was it was a great it was a great time and a great um I'm gonna say let me try to use the perfect word a better word. <laughs> It yeah, was, we're we're recording, man. You gotta you gotta use the big vocab. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, podcast. <laughs> the opportunities were very vast. There was a lot yeah, of very, very <laughs> fruitful fruitful yeah, opportunities yeah, out there. Yeah, it was, yeah, there was a, a vast majority of opportunities out there, and uh, it's really a lot of this, a lot of things, especially with the music thing. It's not what you know; it's who you know. I feel like that's I feel like that's just a thing in just business in general that is uh, very underrated. It's all about who you know. I feel like that's half the battle is just knowing who you know. Then it's then it's kind of letting your talents kind of shine through. Yes, yes. My my thing is like I yeah like me. I do not like my talent is my music is what shines about me. Like like I don't have the persona, like you said, I'm always in a good mood. I have a typical persona of a typical rapper or whatever, or I don't have like the rapper look a lot of times. So like when I get when I go on stage, it's kind of like, who is this guy? And then when they heard the music, it's like, oh, that, you know, that boy is fine. Like they, that boy like that. So like my music always do the talking. Like I'm literally, my, my music is always like, my introduction be like, okay, okay, dude, they heard that song coming, I started rapping, they're like, oh, okay, that boy fire. So that that right there is like um what makes me happy, like my music is like the thing that does does the you know, does my talking. Like once they hear it, it's like, okay, it's undeniable. What's what's the song that if it if it comes on instantly the crowd's going wild for you? Balling is how I introduce all my. I got a song called Balling, and that's literally how I introduce all my um all my sets or whatever I put on that song, and that song has always gotten a great response. And uh, the crazy thing is about that song was I recorded it, and uh, I mean I just had it in my I just had it in my catalog, like not thinking too much of it. So the first time that I performed the PCB, my friend. Which is Panama City Beach. My friend was with me, and like the dude was like, what, um, the DJ was like, "What songs are you gonna perform or whatever?" And I was like, "Well, I'm perform. Uh, I normally perform Panama City Beach, the song that I made about Panama City. Beach. I would normally perform that." My homeboy was like, "Man, try do balling, do balling," and I'm like, 
You sure? He's like, yeah, man, I like that one. That's the one that, like, that one is a little bit different from me. Like, I like that one. So I said, okay. All right, cool. So I let the DJ hear it. The DJ said, oh, yeah, you got to perform that one. You got to perform. So what I'm, I never forget. Cause it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, a little intro, like it's like the beat just, it did, it just rise for a little bit, rise, and then the beat drops. I never forget, I was performing in the audience. I can, I'm, I'm paying attention. I'm always paying attention. Everybody that look like I'm paying attention. Everybody, I'm paying attention to everything. And uh, I remember the jump just coming in, and like I see people looking at each other, like okay, give me that beat drop, and I start hitting the chords, and then. What you call it? Like the crowd just went crazy, <laughs> and that was in Panama City Beach. That that was in Panama City Beach. Then um, I started performing a lot in Williamsburg, and I started opening my set with that song from Williamsburg. And it got to the point where people, I was coming in performing weekly. On a regular way to the point where people started singing the lyrics to the song, like they had it down packed. So, Ballin has always been that one that I'm always used to open up a set or whatever. And it's just like, it's crazy. Like, my homeboy was the one that pointed it out to me. And then my other uh, cousin was like, hey, yeah, that's my favorite one. But I just uh, created a, a, a 2000, and, uh, it's going to be the 2023 Panama City Freestyle. Okay, and I, and I let my cousin hear that. Man, you talk about you talk about something different. He was like, "Man, Baller was always my favorite until I heard that." He was like, "This one that I'm about to drop soon, yeah, it's something different." <laughs> I like it. I like. It. Wait, and do you ever get like stage fright or anything up there when no. when you're singing? Nah, man. You 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 give me like you tell me to do a public speech. Like just do public speaking with no with no music and nothing. I you got yeah I, I'm a little I'm nervous as you can tell because we did we, we used to do the group project together. Yeah, I was gonna say we did we did a few projects together yeah, back in the yeah, day. I hated talking in front of the class and all that stuff. Like I don't like talking in front of a bunch of people like that. Like, but when it comes to music and performing, I you can put me in a room full of you can put me in a, on a stage in front of a million people. I'm a rocket. But when it comes to giving a public speech, nah, that ain't really my thing. Like, I, ain't, I ain't big on like sitting there, you know, just talking to the crowd. I, I want to perform. That's my thing. Give me, give me some music. Let me rock, and we gonna go. Yeah, we gonna go crazy. I like it. I like. It. Wait, so, what are you thinking about? Like, right before you go on stage, like, what? Where's your mind at? Are you just like getting hyped to the music? Like, what? What's what's going through Biggie's Biggie's head when he's about to step on stage? <laughs> Which, uh, the thing is, like. Remember your words. <laughs> <laughs> Remember your lyrics. <laughs> yeah, it's not no, it's not a, it's not like a fear, but it's just like, I guess more like be prepared. Like you're, it's coming now, so just be prepared and just do your thing. Like it's more of like do your thing, just do like you would normally do. It just, you know, just go out there, just, you know, do it like you was in the studio by yourself. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, all right. So I have a question. This is probably a, a dumb question, but do do a lot of rappers or do you when you're about to go on stage? Are you like drinking before you go up there? Because I've seen like you know you see like the MGK music video where he's about to go on stage and he's throwing up on stage. I'm like, 
that's kind of gross. <laughs> like, you see, <laughs> like, like you backstage, like getting getting like all hyped up, or are you just chilling, sober, ready to go rock. The funniest thing, the only time that I truly drank before I went on stage was in it was Panama City Beach, but it was a couple shots. It wasn't like to get me like crazy, but that's the only time. Uh, any other time, I've been I've been completely, I've been completely sober. But like, not to say in Panama City Beach I won't sober because a couple shots ain't really nothing. So, but like. That's the only time that I, but I don't, yeah, it, it, it don't take a, like, I don't have to get drunk or anything like that. I could just be, you know, sober when you put me in front of a million people, I'm going to do my thing. I ain't got to, you know, I ain't got to be, high, you know what I'm saying? Like, in front of my, whoever's around me will be like, yo, you ready? Like, they'll kind of get me in this mode, like, yo, like, yo, it's, it's, yo, it's about to happen. Like, you, you get ready? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I just be, I just be chilling. Like, I just be in kind of chill mode, like. I like it. I like it. And w like when you're on stage, because I've only ever been on stage. Obviously, like we do group projects, and I've been on different like pitch competitions where I'll go up on stage and pitch some random product or or service that I'm offering, or I'll go in like a sales meeting with a bunch of people. But obviously, with you, there's way more people in the crowd, and they're all like listening to you, getting hyped, dancing, throwing drinks. I'm sure. Like, what's the craziest thing that's ever happened while you're performing live? <laughs> The crazy thing was definitely Panama City Beach, like when I opened up for Afro Man, like there's a there's like on you get up on the stage, but there's like a let me see, I'll say a three foot gap. There's like a three foot gap between like this steel guardrail and the stage. So basically, like if you fall in between that, you're yeah, yeah, yeah like it's like it, it got to be like three foot. It might be, two, yeah, probably three foot. But if you fall between that, you you really hurt. Like you gonna get hurt. I had the mic up, you know, just going, and then some girl goes like, she does like this, does like this, and I'm like, you know. So I kind of been that, and she's literally, she's literally like, like, she got her face pointed up, and she got her lips pucking up, trying <laughs> to. Give me a kiss or whatever, and I'm like, and I know what she doing, so I'm like, I, I even got it on video. I kind of play it off like, what's it called? But I'm like, if I had to leave any more food, I'm gonna find <laughs> in between that. <laughs> 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 I'm just like, bro, we literally are like three feet apart. Like, I don't know what made her think, like, hey, you know, I'm gonna be able to reach, I'm gonna just be able to reach from the stage. <laughs> Pass this guard around the right. But yeah, that was the that was the crazy. It was just so funny because I'm sitting there like, and I'm like, I'm like, oh shoot! Like I had to literally, like in the video, I'm like, I'm like, I see you, but she literally was like, yeah, like, yeah. I was like, wow. Like I was like, yeah, yeah. That had, that would have been that was like the almost the craziest attempt because if I, if I had fell, that would have been the craziest thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that would have been yeah. Biggie Nice Man down <laughs> for the count. Look like fucking WWE out there <laughs> just jumping off the stage. <laughs> that would have been funny. Um, all right, all right. Well, <laughs> then all right, you clearly are obsessed with the game because you've been you've been how well. Let's do this. How long have you been rapping for? When did you start like rapping? Well, 
was I started uh, in sixth grade. Well, technically, yeah, because never forget, I think it was the Source Magazine. One of my uh, friends had the Source Magazine or whatever. And I was it was in sixth grade, and um, he bought it to class. They used to have these articles in the back. I think it was a source about it had to be source. And they had these articles in the back about starting the label or whatever, or you could get this kit or something to do something with music or whatever. So <clears throat> my two friends like they wanted to be rappers or whatever. So they, they was just like, Yeah, we're gonna do this or whatever and I was like, All right, cool. So what I used to do, they would write rhymes and I would just go in the proofread them and edit it for them. <clears throat> then one day I was like, let me try to write my own. Like this is six man. Like let me try to write my own. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm actually I can actually do this. So um, I started writing my own rhymes. And then I had a cousin that always come stay with me. He would get his his, his uncle always had beat CDs, so he started bringing beat CDs down. And never forget the first song I ever wrote was about this girl I had a crush on. <laughs> and it was funny because I wrote. I wrote his part, my cousin's part too, because he, because the girl that I had a crush on, and the girl he had a crush on was friends. So basically, we wrote a song about them or whatever. What well, I wrote the song about them, and then we get them to the Acon locked up beat. That was my first official, yeah, full song written, and uh, that's and I've been doing it ever since. But I always took gaps, breaks in between. And that's why I know I love music because I always come back to it. It was like a two year with the two and a half year with the we did like a over hundred some songs, like <laughs> hundred something songs. Yeah, yeah, we we we, we definitely had a hundred plus. Like we did so many big things. I didn't realize we did all of that stuff in that gap and that, and that you know in that time period. But we did a whole bunch of music and um, we did that. And then I realized, but I was always doing stuff with other people. Like I literally everybody used to come to my house to record. I got a song. With everybody in the in my dad go hometown, I got a song with everybody. <laughs> even people that know, wouldn't even rap today, I got a song with everybody. So that moment they see me on the Grammys, they gonna be like, "Everybody gonna put, go to that, <laughs> I bet I go to that whatever." And be like, "I got a song with him." I remember before, but literally, and then I got to a point where I was like, "Wait a minute, my music is with everybody." If I was to go to perform a show, I literally. I have to chop every song in half because I'm literally just I got a song with I'm literally I'm literally just got one verse on every song like I'm literally I don't have no music by myself yeah so I started recording music by myself and then that's when things kind of changed the dynamics kind of changed when I started recording by myself and then at the same time I started going to community college or whatever graduated from there then I came to CNU where I was with y'all let's go Yes. Let's go, captains. Yeah, go, captains. <laughs> and uh, I took a break. I I took a break while I was at CU because I was focusing on school and like you know school and partying, which yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, I took a break, but at that same time, I, I it was like a semi break because I was recording. I was recording music in that time period. But the dude I was working with, his engineering skills, I would just be nice and say they won't up the part. I, <laughs> I recorded a whole mixtape. This is what he wanted to do. He wanted me to record a mixtape. And then he go edit everything at the end, which I should have knew was a, a horrible idea. 
and he edited, he 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 engineered, he engineered, <laughs> and literally the whole I recorded the whole mixtape for nothing. It it sounded I literally scrapped the whole mixtape. Wait, and when you say he wanted to edit it at the end, like you recorded all your songs, and then he, he wanted to go back and. Yeah, he was gonna touch it. I like, you know, make everything sound cohesive, make all the vocals mesh. I mean, make everything just flush and make everything good. But like, he sound quality was not what I would look for. I'm gonna just be nice, like that. Yeah, I mean, it was not what I would. And I was that was the most expensive studio I ever recorded in. Really? Yeah. Dang. My bad. My yeah, I hear it blowing your nose on the podcast. I keep it real. I keep it raw, like my music. Keep it authentic, baby. <laughs> I'm not even gonna edit it out. We're gonna leave it. We're gonna leave it. In. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. So you went to college. You took a break. That's where we obviously met down at CNU. What was what was your college experience like? What was it like going to college? Did you enjoy school? Were you just daydreaming about rapping the whole time? Like talking about that. Oh, it was a fun experience. Like, I, like I was the first one of my media fans, and, and, and I got a big fan. Of, like, I was like the first one to like really go to school or whatever, and like to really go to college, not to more than community college, and actually, you know, go get a degree in my like immediate family, even to like spending it out to like cousins and stuff. But like, I was school was kind of like you know. I don't know, like I didn't even I didn't even know what I wanted to do. Like, I really didn't know what I wanted. I went to community college. I literally the lady we was talking, the lady signed, she was like, What you wanna do or whatever? I always thought about music. So I was like, Well I was like, Well, I guess I'll do something with business because you need businesses and everything. No matter what you do, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be business. I said, Well, she's like, What you what you want your focus to be? So I said, marketing. And she was like, do you just want a two-year degree or do you want a two-year degree that transfers or whatever? And I'm like, I'm like, just give me one that transfer. I guess I'll transfer. Like, I guess, like, I'll do this. Like, I'm kind of just freestyling it. I don't really know. <laughs> it's like, you know, nobody that I'm real close to really went to school, so they don't really know what to tell me. So I'm just like, you know. I'm like, all right, just give me that transfer. So, so I go, I'm going, and then I'm beating every. I like that's around that time is when I start. Like, I had got, I had got my DJ equipment too. So going to school, going to college and stuff. I mean, the community college. I started like socializing with more than just people. Cause I went to a very small school. I went to like it was like only four, like 400 kids total in the whole high school. So it was like, you got like a hundred per grade. So I went to a very small school. So then when I went to the community college and expanded to my network, expanded to people or whatever. And then I, I'm like, I was so used to just being around like, you know, the family or the my hometown people. Then I started to get it, know everybody. Then people thought I was a DJ and let me DJ a party or whatever. Then it got to the point where I became the... The go-to DJ, like if it's gonna be something lit, Biggie, yo, we need you. Like we need you to like, or if they want to get it lit, they call. I mean, they need me to start everything like that. They need me to be like, yo, party over here like So, um, I love college. Like it was like, yo, like this was yeah, college. Like from 
from uh, community college to CU was a great experience. I used to say I like the work, I like the social aspect. I like, you know, making friends with everybody, partying, and having fun. That was more like my. Then when I got to see you, it was, it was, it was great, but it was just different. Like I was like, you know, I'm in the business school with y'all. I'm with, you know, y'all, y'all got the butt belts, y'all got the, <laughs> y'all, you know, y'all wearing the slacks sometimes. I got the khaki. I'm in there with some sweatpants on and a biggie shirt. <laughs> 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 trying to find the proper studio and all at the same time and I would spend all my time recording this mixtape that never saw the light of day and the crazy thing is I never even tried to re-record it so because it was like I think I elevated my style I elevated my style because I'm I'm constantly improving like I mean people that know with me just know my, my I'm always I'm never set in stone with how, like my style, like it's constantly changing and, and evolving. And that music, it would have been great for me right then, but like now, I think I've advanced past it. So that's <laughs> why, and I, and I, I was mad that I spent time and money on something that I never <laughs> got to put out. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, I was just saying, I just remember, I don't know if it was the first time I saw you, but <laughs> I remember walking into, uh, what was it, Hetchy's class that we had together first, and I see this guy walking out of the hallway, and his shirt says, Google me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Who the fuck is this guy <laughs> saying, Google me? Like Google, like who the fuck is this dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, 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 
I was like, I like this dude. This dude's self-promoter. Let's go. He didn't even need a marketing degree. <laughs> He's got it down bad. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, funny though. It was crazy because like you um you remember Mitch? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mitch, Mitch Phillips. Huh? <clears throat> Mitch Phillips. Yeah, yeah we worked we worked together actually. Our first job out of college was together at a at a company called oh, WearAware. Mitch is yeah, cool people so like you know, like I'm not the most formal person or whatever. I, I mean, I, I think I got a nice size vocabulary and like, but when it comes to formally speaking and being super proper and all that, all that shit, I, that that's just not my forte. I got, I, I just, you know, I just keep it regular how my conversation is. But so, like, when you do a resume, everything has to be like. You know, super formal, and, and, and you have to expand on, you know, things that make it. So, uh, I never forget. I asked Mitch, Mitch, man, can you help me uh, uh, write my resume, like create a resume or whatever? So, we were creating a resume, and I was telling Mitch all the stuff I had done before, you know, you know, I had told Mitch everything I had, like the things I had done up to that point. When it pertains to like what you call it, and Mitch literally was like, "Bro," because I had told him before we did the resume. This was during the senior time, which is crazy. I forget, I always forget about this. I did the Norva. I had the Norva show while I was at CNU, and I had done shows before that. I had done the Norva twice. Had done shows before that, and uh, when we sold tickets and all that, and Mitch. Maybe I, I never realized he, he was like, bro, you're already marketing. Like you're literally he like put it in a formal sense. He was like, bro, you literally sold you got a venue that the, <laughs> the normal at the time you had to sell you had to sell three hundred tickets just to be able to acquire the normal. Yeah. And he was able to sell an, enough tickets to get the normal where I booked my own show and the way that uh Bitch, put it on my app. Like I never. He was like, like you would say, you've been marketing before you even got, you know, your degree or. You know, yeah. Like, the way he formulated it was like, I was like, I never even thought about. It. I just thought of like I'm doing something regular, like I'm just trying to sell a ticket. Yeah. Like, but he put it in like a formal sense. He was just like, <laughs> he was like generated X amount of dollars for the war, but and it was like. Mitch was basically chat GPT for you before yeah. chat GPT was a thing. Yeah. He was out here critiquing yeah. your resume, making it look clean. Yeah, he definitely was that, boy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mitch, man, you should have met me, boy. I, I wish I had that. Facts. Facts. You know what I'm <laughs> it's like 
you know, just using that right terminology and like just putting the words together in a, in a properly formatted context to, yeah, further your, you know, your point. But like that, that right there was like, dang, I know we're getting extra. And this cool people, like, I, uh, of fact, I hit him up to help me with my brother's resume like a few years back. There we go, there we go. <laughs> big shout out to the Mitch. No, Mitch is the man. Mitch is Mitch is great people. I, I miss Mitch. We used to we used to work together at Where Where and I was on the, the sales side, he was on the marketing side and place. He went off to do I think he's doing like badass consulting work or something now and has his own like logo development thing. I see his stuff on Instagram all the time and he's making the coolest shit all the time. So oh, yeah. Yeah. big yeah. shout outs to Mitch, big shout outs to Mitch. It was me. It was me. I think it was me, Abby, it was me, Abby, Mitch. I can't, the crazy thing, I can't remember the other girl's name, but shout out to her. I, I know what you look like, but I just can't remember your name. We got first place when we did the marathon, uh, thing in, um, at Miss Spiller's class, Professor Spiller. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we got first. Yeah, Mitch. Like, yeah, that was uh, that was when me and him really got cool. We was in a group together, and uh, yeah, we uh, we ended up getting first place for the for the marathon thing. Y'all got first in that one. Yeah. Nice, nice. It was me. Abby, I can't forget the other girl name. That's funny. Uh, all right, well, wait about college. What was the craziest party you ever DJed? Because yeah, you were party, you were DJing all the parties back then. So, oh, yeah. what was what was what was your favorite memory from from DJing a party? Oh, it's a whole bunch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a lot of funny moments. It's a lot of funny, crazy moments. And some moments I ain't gonna tell somebody because they're gonna be. Yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say you got, you got to take a PG-13. We can't, yeah. we can't, we can't get anybody. People got careers now. Oh yeah, facts. Yeah. It's, oh man, uh, I'm gonna say I'm not gonna say who had it, but one of the funniest parties that days I can remember was um was was the boots and boxes party that DJ because it, it was like my like. Where I was from, we didn't really throw theme parties. It was just crazy. It was just crazy yeah. parties. Like it was just like, you know, just different. Like it was just. But so when I got to college, I see like people really kept up with the themes to the point where the boots and boxes party. It was a. It was a. It was a sorority, and uh, it was a sorority sponsored and like one of the teams. Uh, 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 and, uh, oh, like a sports team. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. And uh, matter of fact, so this was my third party I DJ for them. But it was just crazy seeing like the girls. They it's boosted boxes, so the girls basically everybody walking around pants and people showed up to the party. They literally just take their pants off at the door. <laughs> and like, some people kick back and was like, yeah, because I had like a little section behind my like, can we put our pants back in? Like, like, cool, yeah, but that was just, it was just funny, like, I've never seen like, you know, people follow the theme to that, to that team, like, they came to the door, 
he was just taking the boxes, taking the pants, I mean, <laughs> the pants off or whatever. And it was boots and boxes. Everybody walking around in underwear and boxes. I mean, in their boots. And I was like, that was definitely a funny one. Uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely. No, I remember. I remember doing the one where we made the music video at your place, and oh, that yeah. was that was yeah. a good time. You sent me all the footage from that. You sent me all the footage. I got it on something. I was looking at the footage. And I was like, bro, yo, you. I gotta see you some of that because you on some of those videos, bro. That was wow. A lot of that I didn't even really remember. But that night was like, yeah, yeah bro. That. And I'm, I know when I see you some of those videos, you're gonna be looking at yourself like, I was like, oh, Chris was getting it, boy. You were tough up, boy. That's like, crazy. That, that was a wild, yeah, that was definitely a wild one, too. Like, yeah, that was, that was super fun. I just remember going to the library because they let you rent camera gear. Out. Oh, yeah. So I rented, I rented their like lights and their camera and their tripod and their GoPro. I rented out all the gear. It was just all from the CNU library. <laughs> <laughs> and, and little did they know, we were out at Biggie Nice Man's house <laughs> recording a whole music video. I thought that was all yours. I didn't know you. No, had no. Smart man, man, smart man. That was what's up, bro. Yeah, that was epic. Yeah, I was just like, please don't break anything, everybody. I just need to get this back in one piece. I'm broke. I can't afford to fix this. <laughs> well, oh my God. I never, well, I, yeah, that video was a constable bother that night. That night was epic. I, yeah, that was an epic, fun night. Yeah, that, that thing was funny. Um, all right, cool. Well, here let's 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 wrap it up. I got a few quick questions for you, like a rapid fire segment, and then yeah. uh, and then and then we'll, we'll we'll get on with the day. So, I guess first question is obviously you and I are both cursed to be Cowboys fans. Yes, Why? Sir. Why are we Cowboy fans? Well, yeah. What happened? What happened? <laughs> How did we get brainwashed? <laughs> I've heard it, the brainwashing. And um, I've I've literally tried to a couple of times over these past years that it pissed me off to the point where I thought about reprogramming my brain to go to another team, but I just keep falling back to them. I can't I can't I can't go nowhere. We stuck, man. We Dude, for life. You're telling me, man. I've tried so many times to become a Chiefs fan. I even bought a Mahomes oh, yeah, jersey just to yeah, just to be like I want to. And then they'll like win the Super Bowl. I'm like ah, it's just. Like I like it, I, I try and root for him, but the damn Cowboys have got me brainwashed. Yeah, I hate man, it. Man, they got us, man. We, we victims, man. They, they, <laughs> they, they, they otherwise, man. And it's a great talking point, man. The Cowboys just have a cowboy gear on. It's just like you either either people gonna love it or find something like. When I went to the WWE event, I had a Cowboys thing on. I went to I went to take a picture with one of the wrestlers. He was like, he was like, Nah, we can't get no picture together. You got to <laughs> but and then he was like, Nah, I was just playing. But it was just like a because I went to talking point when I went to the I had my Cowboy hoodie on when I went to the airport to go to Nashville. And the dude was like, Even though you're a Cowboys fan, I'll let you be yeah. in the PSA line. Yeah. It's it just, it's a great toggle, boy. You either going to get love or you're going to get a little bit of shame. So, yeah. Yeah. I, no, it's the I, easiest way to it's the easiest way to like just strike up conversation in public is if you're rocking like a hat or a jersey or something, someone's either gonna be like, Hell yeah, let's go Dallas or they'll be like, No, but F you 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Dallas. <laughs> Dak sucks. I'm like, yeah, I know Dak sucks. I don't want him as a quarterback. <laughs> you can have him. <laughs> yeah. I hate this sometimes. People, man, I really hate the point when they be like, y'all always do uh, on the first the, always lose the first round. Y'all, like, ah, man. That's why this year I lose going the first round. And I literally, everybody that wanted to put money on, I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> then, then the second game came back around. Everybody was like, yo, what, what's going on? What you going to do? I'm like, I took y'all money last week. I came back <laughs> But I was like, I had no, I had no faith that we was going to do No, I was the same way. I was like, yo, first round, I feel good. I mean, it is Brady, so you never know. But first round, I was like, we got, we got first round. But then second round, I was like, we're going to lose to a freaking Mr. Irrelevant third string quarterback. <laughs> <Yeah>. We trash. <laughs> bro, bro, it pissed me off, man. I hate, yeah, every, yeah, man, every year, same disappointment. Dak always, always does it so dirty. Like, I like him. Like, I want to root for him. But when you take 40 something million dollars a year, you're getting paid like Mahomes. You better play like Mahomes. Yes. And He's 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 Kirk Cousins. You know what I mean? He's Kirk Cousins on steroids. That's it. <laughs> you are absolutely right. Put him in a big game, he's gonna crumble like a cookie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's out here getting outdueled by a freaking this third string backup backup quarterback. This played Dude. absolutely terrific. <clears throat> yes. Yes. But it, it, eleven it, from heaven, baby. Yes. Michael Parsons is the goat. Otherwise, it, we should just let him play both sides of the ball. Yeah. He should be playing quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of glad we got rid of Zeke. Saves us caps, baby. Yeah, it's 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 bittersweet because he was he was the man for a few years there. Zeke Zeke was carrying Keyword. the load. Keyword: few years. He was there. For yes. Seven. Yes. Yes. Three good years. Four. <laughs> Four of you stretch it. The last yeah. year, this, last year, I could have ran the ball a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. They would just, dude, poor Tony Pollard. He would get the ball down to the one yard line, and then they just like, okay, Zeke, come in, get yeah. a touchdown for us. Like, bruh, like you just taking too much to be a goal line court, uh, running a uh, running back. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was... to do that, like. <clears throat> But yeah, man, and we yeah we hopefully this curse breaks and we, we can win the Super Bowl because until but I do talk all my trash at the beginning of the season. I'm talking to him, you know what I'm saying? Because I know it's gonna come. The, oh yeah, it's gonna it's good. gonna end soon enough. Yeah. Like you can only as a Cowboys fan, you gotta get it. I'll, I'll rock my jersey for the first six weeks of the season. So proud! I'll be wearing it all around town. And then as soon as the halfway point comes, I know we're screwed. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this away for next season. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bust it out in the off season. I can't get away from it. And Rocky, I'll just talk junk like we ain't about to lose. But like, well, yeah. and that's the thing is that people are talking shit. There's really only the only people that can really talk are going to be Patriot fans, Chiefs yeah. fans now, like, and maybe Eagle fans. But like, still, we got the rings on them. Yeah. It's it's and and, and and they they built a statue and then kicked the poor man out of the team and they exactly. still went, went to the Chicago <laughs> Bears. Like, bro, that's a dude. If Dak won the Super Bowl. I would wear a Dak jersey every day of the week oh, yeah, <laughs> for, for the Dak. next 10 years. Philly fans, Fairweather fans, they're out here supporting supporting Nick Foles, and then the second the season starts, like, yeah, yeah, ship him off. We don't need him no more. It's like, yeah, bro, yeah, get rid of him. This is how you do your, 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 your Super Bowl winning quarterback and the coach. 
and the coach. And now he's down there in freaking uh, Jacksonville balling out. Bro, that's – yeah, you're right. They got rid of the whole – everybody that was a Super Bowl. Oh, you was part of the Super Bowl. Get the hell out of town. Yeah, get out, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and... Oh, the, see, and then with the Cowboys, man, see, which it, it double pisses me off when they lose and lose. What you going to become? My soul, the Cowboy anthem, I got two of them. They do so good when we're winning. When we're going, <laughs> like, they're doing excellent numbers. The minute we yeah. lose, they just plums it, plums it. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I love, I love going on Instagram though after after a Cowboys win because you always put the yeah. Cowboys anthem with some highlights. I'm like, that's my <laughs> man, that's my man. <laughs> Get it, Biggie. <laughs> those video, those like on TikTok, those sounds have been used over like three thousand times. Really, like, three thousand different videos have been made to my. Uh, it's like, bro, that's crazy. So I'm like, if we ever win the Super Bowl, that probably will jump to like ten to fifteen thousand. That's all gonna go viral. Oh, it's gonna be sick. It's gonna yeah. be everywhere. I think I've even used it a few times, like in my story before. I'll like put it on. While... Oh, yeah, <laughs> you got it. You got to show Biggie love. All right, next question. Next quick question. Let's see if you get. It's a bit of a trick question, so we'll see if you get it right. All right, MJ or LeBron? Man. I gotta go with my guy in the middle. I gotta go with Kobe. There we go. Uh, I knew you'd get it right. I knew you'd get it. That is the correct answer. Yeah, the Black Mamba all day long. Yeah, Let's go. Black Mamba, rest in peace, brother. Yes, yes, Black Mamba, right there. That is a fact. Yeah, that is a fact. Yeah, look, look. MJ did it with Pippen. LeBron did it with basically half of the All Stars. We don't even count any of his rings. And then Kobe did it with Shaq. But then he did it by himself. Anybody yeah. thinks Pal, Pal Gasol is some perennial all-star, get get out of here. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a good big man. Yeah, he's a good yeah, he's a good big man, but he's not no top fifty player of all time. He's not no top he's not even a top hundred player of all time. No, no. <laughs> LeBron's never won a ring without a top hundred player of all time. Yeah. Like like the, the only ring that he maybe won without a top player would be with A D in the bubble, but it was a, it's a bubble. Yes. It's a bubble ring. If people consider AD like if AD doesn't get hurt, his his career trajectory had him like a twenty top twenty player. So Facts. so his talent when he's able to play is unbelievable through the roof. He's like he got stats where only players like Shaq and so and so had done certain things at about certain age. Yeah. No, they were calling him like the next Wilt when he was coming out. Like yeah. he was yeah, no, I don't I don't want to hear any and it was in the bubble. They yeah. should give him a ring pop, not a ring. Like, come on Back. now. <laughs> Back. That bubble, that bubble shit was a yeah, give him a little Mickey Mouse <laughs> ring pop for being yeah. out of Disneyland. <laughs> that was a participation trophy. Yeah, like, I mean, straight up. No, no, good. I thought you were going to slip up. I thought you were going to slip up on the answer, but I'm proud of you, Biggie. I'm proud of you. Of course, it's the black mom, but... <laughs> Yes, sir. Bro, I'll never forget that night when we was at, yes. uh, we was at Jim Crib and yes. Kobe dropped 60 for his last game, and you had, we had the Golden State game on. And yes. Golden State broke the record. Dude. Low-key, one of the greatest sports nights yes. of my life. Yes. Dude, it was so much fun. We had so many Kobe fans out there. And, like, dude, it was just a great time watching Kobe drop buckets. And, dude, oh, my God, like, chills. When he when he goes and hits the last few shots, wins the game, like, 
Bro, this is yes, the way. Yes. This is the way you're supposed to go out. Yes. <laughs> and I don't forget, like my homeboy, he had this. Uh, he was real cool with this Russian girl or whatever. And she was with us. She had came, and she was like, like you know, I don't think she had been in America that long or whatever. And she's literally, we we got two TVs going. I mean, y'all got two TVs going, and we sitting on the couch. She's like. And everybody's going crazy with COVID and everything. She's like, what is, what is this? What is going on? Like, I don't understand. Like, what is, what, what is all the excitement? Like, so we had to explain to her what's going on. Like, bro, this is what we've been You've been in the league two years. It's a bad thing. It was just so funny because she's just like, oh, because we going crazy now. And she's just like, yo, what is going on right now? Like, yeah. Like, yeah, copy and everything. It was wild, yeah, like, both happening at the same time was, oh, man, that, that was bad. Honestly, that was, like, the last season that the NBA was actually, like, top tier. I feel like it's just been going downhill ever since. Slowly, slowly. Like, now it's, yeah. I'll watch the playoffs, but otherwise. This, but this year is way more competition than it has been the last year. It's going to be some. It's, it's really coming down to the end. I've kind of been looking at it at the end. I haven't been following it really throughout the season like that, but I've been looking at the standards. And this yeah. year's going to be some really great matchups. Like, it's really – Giannis is my, like, my new favorite player. So, oh, for sure. Yeah, so well, – Because he's the new Kobe. He's, he's doing it by himself. He's not trying to team up with a bunch of people like KD yes. and LeBron. And honestly, though, Curry – Curry is kind of that the the goat right now. He's just, I mean, he did get it with KD a few times, but he won without KD twice. Yeah, like he he's kind of doing what he wants right now. It's pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. Steph Curry is that. Yeah, he he is that guy. I like watching him play. Like outside of yeah, besides Giannis, he he my favorite player to watch. Like it's just also wait wait. Who do you think ends with more rings? Who ends with more rings? LeBron or Curry? Curry. Facts. I mean, he already beat him. LeBron's only got three and a half. He's only got three and a half rings. <laughs> Facts. 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 Like, yeah. um, you're right. You're right. Hold on. They're right there. They got four piece. They're both four piece, except except Curry won all of his, and LeBron teamed up with a bunch of people who won in a little Disney bubble. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland, he did him dirty at the yeah. end. He got Dwayne Wade in there and then just shipped him off like, yeah. <laughs> like he was returning a box to Amazon. <laughs> LeBron, LeBron don't care. As long as he win, he, he'll ship the whole bunch of, like, the, the Lakers, I couldn't believe we got all the players that we got for what we had. It's no way the Lakers should have the players they have right now, but the league obviously shows favoritism to certain people. Because of course. there's no way he should have, he should have, our team should look like it looks now. <clears throat> it looks way better than it. the team we had in the beginning of the year wouldn't, make, wouldn't have made the playoffs. They would have been a lottery pick team if we had picks. But being yeah. who LeBron is, 
I don't, he wasn't telling something to the commissioner. The commissioner was like, whatever you want, let it happen. We got all these <laughs> yeah. players, it's crazy. Because we got a lot, of, a lot of young, good, talented players, and we gave up trash to get them. Yeah, no, it's it's insane. All right, one more one more question here, and then I got uh, the mailbag, which I'll do. I got people that sent me some questions for you, so we'll do oh. that. We'll do that in a second. All right, give me your top five all time rappers. All right, all right. I'm gonna say top five. Go in order. Go in order. Go in order. One one to five. One to five. I need them in order. My favorites, okay, because people, you know, everybody got their, you know, <clears throat> you know, it would be wheezy. Weezy F Baby. Weezy F Baby. Yeah. Love it. Love it. G's moving silence like lasagna. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Bro, it's crazy. It's like, he's my favorite rapper. I listen to a song I can rap every line, but it's like picking the line. But I used his line to write a paper one time. To write a paper. It was in, uh, I don't forget, SOL. We had the SOL, write SOL. And they said, uh, would you rather... Fit in a group or be an individual? Would you rather be your own individual or fit inside a group? And I chose to be your own individual because eventually a group will form around you. And I used one of the way lines from uh, his, uh, from I think it was the drought, I think it was the drought three, it was the drought two and the drought three. He had so many songs that they tried to get him to do. He said, I'm in the sky. Fly with the fishes or swimming with the pigeons. My world is different. Like the way, way, like, but he said, I'm in the sky. Uh, fly with the fishes or maybe in the ocean swimming with the pigeons. His world is different. And I'm like, yo, and I use that line. Like, I want, I'm different. <laughs> like, that's like, you know, I know. Did you pass? Did you pass the SOL oh, test? Oh, hell yeah. I was like, like my favorite rapper, as he quoted, I, I quoted his line in the SOL, I'll never forget it. I quoted, you know, pass that. Pass that thing with flying colors. You know All right. Well, then what's number two? What's number two? We got we got Wayne one. Who's two? Funny is, I like Drake. Drake, I really like Drake music. Drake number two? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give All right. Drake. DJ, All right. like, the, I ain't saying he's the best rappers. Wayne is my favorite rapper, and I think <laughs> Arguably the best rapper of all time, just of his catalog and all his product. So you got Drake, well, you got Wade, Drake, 50 Cent. Good, yes. All right. 50 We're Cent. on the same page so far. Yeah. Um, you got 50 Cent. Uh, who else did I know? Okay, we doing favorites. Game through the greatest. We do a favor, but Wayne is my favorite, and I think he's the greatest. Okay, all right, Wayne all right. is my favorite, and anything. But the other ones are just favorites. Drake, Fifty Cent, uh, Nelly. Really? Okay, that that's that's an underrated one. I don't know yeah. if I could. I don't know if I can agree with that, but all right. Nelly, man, when he dropped that country grammar, Nelly had that. When he when I never forget, I used to when we come home from school, we used to have one hundred six in Park. Was it 106 Apart at the top? Yeah, it was 106 Apart. And uh, it was a, it was whatever BET MTV used to play that song religiously. And I never forget when he he was walking through the thing when he had the cars and all that country grab was one of my favorites. 
I mean, songs of all time. And like, one of my favorite albums. So I got Nelly up there. Yeah, who we got as the fifth? Who we got as the fifth? Who's rounding out the top five? I'm going to put a female in there. Put oh, okay. Who? Who? She from Virginia. All right. Missy Elliott. <laughs> Missy Elliott, baby. Missy Elliott. Really? Yes. Really? Yeah, she's my favorite female artist of all time. Missy Elliott just hits different. Like, and she, yeah. Missy Elliott is a good Man, I mean, I don't hate that. I don't hate that pick, but that's your ton, number one female artist. Yes. All right, all right. I'm I'm surprised we had no Dre. We had no mine. My number one would be J Cole. I J Cole till the day I die. Um, and then we also didn't have Eminem, which is obviously a contentious topic in the in the hip hop world, but. I like I like Nelly's the only one that I'm not I couldn't say I'm a hundred percent on the same okay. page with. We said okay, <clears throat> well you said top five rappers or whatever you know what I'm saying because it's because when you say rap like I said I that's why I put favorites because when you say top five you talk about lyricists like there's people that I would have named that you would have probably been like who the hell is that you know what I'm saying like who Papoose? No, I don't know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> Papoos? Yes. Papoos. Papoos. I don't even spell Papoos. Here we I'm go. Papoos did a rap god version. <clears throat> and he went at Eminem. And let's just say, I don't think Eminem ever responded. Like, Papoos oh, really? It's like that. He dropped All right. All right. And he came back. He came back. Kendrick on the control. Like, Papoos is just somebody like you literally, yeah, he got a few like big time songs, but he's like, he did this thing called Alphabetical Slaughter, where he literally rapped the alphabet. No <clears throat> way. He rapped the, he just used A, B, C, like literally, he didn't, yeah, he used, he hit every alphabet, then rapped it backwards. Oh shit. He did the Z, even did from A to Z, then Z to A. So he, he finds his intellectual, like he's a, yeah, like if you think, is, wait, you think that rappers nowadays are using ChatGPT to write their raps? I don't know, because you could you could tell ChatGPT to do that in like two seconds, and you know it'd come up with something like it probably wouldn't be that good, but like it would still do it. I've never you I've never used the program or whatever, but I never thought about that. It might be. I wouldn't be surprised. Because a lot of these people that these labels put out <clears throat> literally be factory made. Like they not, they just get some random person and give an image and put them out there. Um, I mean, my favorite, as I said, it would be it'd probably be Wayne, Drake, Fifty Cent would all be in mine. J Cole would be mine because J Cole is, yeah, J. Cole is so underrated. Yeah. He like doesn't promote. He didn't do anything, bro. The man was standing outside of who was it? Um. Jay Z, that's who it was. He was rapping outside of Jay Z's like like office building, just like for a month straight trying to get a record deal. It, dude, he's yeah, J Cole is yeah definitely J Cole is nice. J Cole is a lyricist. lyricist. He like that. Yeah, no, no, he he's he's up there. I don't know who would be who'd be my fifth. I don't know. I don't think it would be Eminem. It would probably be. I'm trying to think who would be in my uh my last my last spot for my top five. I don't know. I'll have to think about it. I got, I got like a few different ones. I mean, like we have, 
I mean, if I was going to put a, a female artist in there, it would, it would unfortunately have to be Cardi B. Like, Cardi B came out of nowhere and is... I don't even know if she knows what she's talking about half the time. Like, you listen to her talk on some of these, like, TV shows she comes on, and I'm like, are you just drunk 24-7? But then, she, but then you put a beat behind her, and I'm like, yo, this sounds so good. <laughs> like, I don't Cardi know. Cardi B, she... Like, see, like, she... She grinded to get where she was. Like she literally, she got some underground songs that was fire. Like I probably followed her. I seen in this video. I was like, "Who is this person?" I didn't know she was a like a. She was on the Love and Hip Hop show or whatever, but I didn't even know. Her. Yes. I she was on this. She 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 was on this video, and some dude was motorboating. I was like, "What this fine Puerto Rican?" <laughs> I never forget it was a dude named dude named A Town or whatever. He had went viral or whatever. And she had took his face and was, I was like, who is this? I started following her. And this is back when she would fix her teeth or anything. And she used to be on there on there all the time with the makeup on. And she was like, I really followed that. And she was like, Yeah, I like coming to Virginia. Y'all be out there dancing like Chris Brown and stuff. And I was like, Oh, this is like, I followed that really. I like I literally seen her gradually go from like underground, like went like to a position like a, a little bit above where I'm at right now to like Bodak oh. Yellow, one of the biggest songs ever in hip hop. Yeah, no, she's she is up there now. I, you know who actually might be somebody that I would, I would put in? I, this one, I feel like he's forgotten about too, is T.I. T.I. back in the day had some songs oh, and yeah, they just kind of disappeared. He just disappeared off the face of the earth. So I he think T.I. would be. Trouble. He just kept getting in trouble in the industry. Just, you know. Oh, was that. he? I didn't even know he did that. What, what was he doing? He kept going. He was in and out of prison for drugs. Then one time he got caught with a bunch of guns. And like, oh, yeah. I did hear about that one. Yeah, yeah. T.I. was definitely <clears> like, yeah. Because, yeah. I keep it with all of the hip-hop world. So yeah, like, yeah. Had, he did have a great run. He had that uh, that Paper Trail album was a great album. Like he had some good albums. He, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, he definitely. Yeah. Nah, he's good. And then another one, if I was going to go like a Today artist, even though he's also gotten himself in some trouble, but more so for like cancel culture, cancel culture stuff. But the uh, baby, like once again, oh, yeah. kind of like Cardi B, where it's just every song sounds so sick. It's just like, how do you not want to just go to the gym and, <laughs> and oh, yeah, like, start lifting heavy weight when you hear the baby? <laughs> Yeah, the baby. Yeah, I, I like his beat. I got it. He, he heavy on my playlist. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. You know who somebody I've been meaning to send you. Uh, I don't know if you've seen him yet. He's like a new kind of like one of these like like white guy rappers. Uh, Connor Price. Have you heard of him? He's no. he's like your most. He is probably the most successful TikTok rapper of probably twenty twenty two. He he had like this whole series where he would take a globe, he would spin it. And then he'd like put his finger on it somewhere random, and whatever country he put his finger on, he would find an artist and rap with them. Like so, he'd like have them featured on a song that he was gonna do, and he blew up. He's like on Spotify's like he's one of their top artists of 2022, and just blew up off of TikTok, killing it. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, no, he's killing it right now. I need to get into that. I, that's what I need to do. I need to step up my TikTok game. Yeah, you just got to get, like, goofy stuff because that's all he was just doing, like, a goofy – he would just – now, I will say he did make him look pretty professional. Like, he, it wasn't like he was just – Yeah. You know, it looked like he was, like, in his bedroom doing it. Like, they did look – they were well edited and everything. But at the end of the day, he was just spinning a globe and reaching out to some random, like, underground rapper 
and blew up. Um, so, anyways, you need to you need to check him out. He's he's pretty solid. All right. Um, all right. Now, last segment. I got a few questions for you. I do something on my podcast. Obviously, this thing's new, so we're 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 slowly growing it. I think I have like a whopping ten listeners. So, so we're, we're 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 growing this thing from the ground up. But uh, we do a mailbag, so I'll have people like text me questions. If you want to get on it, text me, call me, send me a DM, whatever. Like, leave me a review and ask me a question. So I have people reach out and ask me questions specific to either like the music industry. Or for good old Biggie Dice Man, because a few people knew who you were, obviously, because we got we got mutual connections. So let's start out with, um, let's see, which one do I want to start with? Um, all right, so let's say, it, so this is somebody that was trying to like, I guess, come up like in the music industry. They're still new. So <clears throat> how can I get my songs heard? How would you recommend promoting your own music? Well, you want to get your songs heard. Well, make sure that they sound like they've been in the studio. Don't just put anything because if, if you're doing a home studio, you want to put it on SoundCloud. If you feel like you can't afford to go in the real studio and get it, you know, engineered or whatever, that home studio music or home, yeah, home based studios that let the quality, you will put that on SoundCloud. SoundCloud got a big reach, and sound, and you can use you can use other artists beats and everything like that, like you can do a remix. Whenever I do a remix for a song, I put it on SoundCloud. I can't put it on Spotify. That's another artist, you know, into uh, the instrumental is another producer's intellectual property or whatever. So um but if you wanna get your music heard and create TikTok videos, post it on Instagram. And if you put it on if you put it on uh if you go through like Distro Kids CD Baby Tool core, these different uh, um, distributions that you can be your own independent manager and put your music on these, and they'll put it on Apple Music. It just got to meet certain uh, specs. Like, it got to meet certain specifications. Like, you need, uh, you know, got to have a certain sound quality, got to be a certain format. The song got to be certain, a certain way formatted. Yeah. MP3. Different things of that nature. Uh, you gotta have quality uh, artwork, and then you can get it and put it, and it'll be put on these platforms. And anybody in the world that got this app or got it, it can be it can, oh, can go to your music and like listen to it. So yeah. um, that's the best way to do. It. And then you can take once your music is up on these, uh, it's distributed through these services, and you go and it's on Spotify. So what you gonna It'll send it to Instagram, and you, it'll send it to Instagram, YouTube, and on Facebook. So when I post the video, a lot of times I'll take and add music to it, and literally I'll add my song to it. Yeah. And literally, you're promoting yourself, and at the same time, you get a small percentage of ad revenue, a little bit from yeah whatever your song is posted. So you're yeah. literally promoting yourself and paying paying yourself at the same time. Yeah, love no, it. And then, and then yeah. Mitch will write your resume and make it sound clean. Oh, he'll, yeah. he'll, he'll, he'll take, <laughs> yeah. He'll take all this and he'll make it sound clean and get you a job at Google. 
all right, all right, cool. I got my next question for you that I pulled up. Now, I feel a little personally attacked by this one, but well, it's okay. It says, uh, Dallas is trash. How are you going to pull for a sorry-ass team like that? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even know where to go with that question. Yeah, but, my uh... question would be, who is your team? <laughs> yeah, I don't I know. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably, unless it's the Patriots. They, and even Patriots fans at this point are just bandwagon fans because they all just yes. became Buck fans as soon as Brady left. It's like, yes. Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah, let's be real. If Dak leaves and goes to any other team, I mean, I'm not going to, like, root for him to lose, but I ain't, I ain't going to buy his jersey. Yeah. Yeah, come we're on. Cowboys. We're real fans. Yeah, we're real fans. Um, all right, cool. All right, next question. We got, uh, let's see. Do you make money as a rapper? Like what? Like that? Like basically, there's like because we were going back and forth about like what you're doing professionally. Like, are you making your primary income off of being a rapper? Do you have a normal job? Like, like what are you doing to make money through the rap game? Rap, you make money off of streaming or whatever. Okay. Like, and somebody once a guy told me that somebody told him you're not officially an artist or rapper, whatever. Take you make money off of what you do. Yeah, it's not it's not the primary income or whatever, but it's it's uh, a a nice little it's like a nice little stipend, as you would say. But it comes in the form of streaming, right? Because once you okay. put your music out on these platforms and YouTube, send you a little money, Spotify, Apple Music, you get money from Napster, uh, Title, all these different things of that nature. You could definitely. I'm not at the point now. I'm not at the point <coughs> where it's a primary income or whatever. But I'm trying to slow. I'm, you know, trying to get up that ladder so I can, you know, you know, getting ten thousand to do a show. That's the level I'm trying to get to, which ain't that. It, it, it's not that far fetched. Because yeah. once you, you know, once the booking start coming in and you start building that name, people. At least you will get people to offer you five thousand. Hey, we don't, you know, what you call them? Just come through and perform, you know, and stuff like that. So it's uh right that right now, not the primary thing. DJing is what you know do the thing, but like yeah, you can't you can't make. I mean, streaming and all that, but you just have that streaming and all of that. Just the the percentages of it is just. They pay you so little, or which yeah. you have to have like even Drake, even Drake numbers. He's not seeing a lot of that because the label get most of that. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Yeah, even his streams or whatever, it still would generate much as you think. Everybody makes their music money outside of music. Music is a catalyst to get you to like. I'm using for example, uh Dr. Dre. Right, most of his money he's been making music since the '80s. Yeah. And most of his money, not probably eighty percent of his money, it was made outside of music. But he built the name yeah. through music, and they put his name yeah. on those Dre, those beats by Dre. Basically, they used his name to promote the product. Yeah. Now he's, you know, a big oh, yeah. So basically, yeah. offer basically you just using it. Music is like a a catalyst. You're not gonna see the most. You ain't gonna see all the money in the world for music. But once you get to that popularity and everything, and people start coming to you with these promotional brands and all of that different stuff, that's when you'll 
start making the real money because streaming and stuff like that, no matter how many streams you got, you, you ain't going to live the best, comfortable of just independent streams. You need shows, book, you need products, yeah. you need all that type of stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like uh, YouTubers where you think YouTubers making all this money because they're putting up videos and they're getting all this AdSense, except they don't really make that much money off of people watching their videos. They make all their money off of being like, yo, buy this credit card, yeah. you know, sign up for FTX. Like, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's where they're making all their money is, is not necessarily off of YouTube or TikTok or whoever paying them. They're making most of their money off of off of their brand and their recognition. Yes, yes. Yeah, it, it's building that popularity, getting that thing, becoming popular in one day, and then utilizing it for the rest of your ventures. Yep, 100%. All right, last last mailbag question we got. <laughs> I'm actually interested to hear this one. Who's the most famous person you've ever met or opened for or performed with? Okay, that's crazy because I think that just happened. Okay, all right. The most famous person that I've open for it definitely was Paulie D. Really? You think? Yeah, Paulie D from because Paulie D is like he's he's literally like, you know, my generation grew up on I never watched Jersey Shore, but it, yeah, it, I was, didn't so, either. <laughs> it was so literally I never watched it, but I know the names of the characters. That's how big it was. Like I've yeah. never watched I've literally seen like clips of them, like, from commercials and stuff, or online clips. Or yeah. Literally never watched it. And I can name, like, four people off there, and I can tell you some of their catchphrases. That's how big they were. Yeah. So, well, it, you know it's big when there was a hairstyle named after one of the, the, the freaking characters. Everybody in, like, what, middle school and high school was rocking Snooky Buns. I was like, what yeah, the hell is a Snooky yeah. Bun? <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. That, so he, he definitely, the, yeah, the, yeah, the biggest, uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. The, yeah, he probably the most famous person. Yeah, I thought the coolest was uh, Afro Man. Didn't you perform with or uh, open for Afro Man? Yeah, Afro Man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Afro Man was more about because I grew up on them listening to Colt Forty Five. Colt Forty Five, two six eight. And bro, and the crazy thing is, I had my shirt on. I'm Rick James, show me your titties or whatever. He literally, <laughs> when I met him, he was laughing his ass. But he said, "Man, I like that." He even called me Rick James. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yo, Afro Man is cool as fuck, yeah. Was, was, did you chill with him after the show or, like, or like at any point? No, I, like, before the show, a, a tad, a little bit, and then, you know, after the what you call him, uh, yeah, he, um, I think he was, I don't know if he had to be somewhere else or whatever, but he got, he got about there, and I don't forget my homeboy was, was, Taking pictures and stuff, he actually got Afro Man number or whatever. That's and, uh, it. Yeah, Afro Man ended up calling him while he pulled up to the club that night. No way. Yeah, asked about the pictures and stuff, but yeah, um, yeah, I didn't really get the, I didn't get to kick it with him afterwards. But yeah, before you know, yeah, we got to talk, you know, chop a little bit up, and then I opened up for him, and that joint was just cool as fuck. Sick. All right. Well, cool. I appreciate you, uh, Biggie. This is all I got. I guess the last thing, my last question is like, anything you want to shout out? Where can people find you? Like, we gotta, we gotta get the numbers up. So, how can people find your music? Oh yeah, you can find me on Apple Music, Spotify, Title, 
Pandora, Napster. Shit, you could probably dig out an old iPod and find my music on there. Give me dice, man. They look everywhere. YouTube. Um, yeah. Uh, iHeartRadio. Everywhere. And I always tell people, you can just Google me. Google me. Google me. That's right. That's right. Just Google like the t-shirt. Yeah, just yeah. Google me. Back, back in the day, baby. Biggie's only one Biggie Dice and I'm popping up, baby. <laughs> popping up everywhere. But yeah, my music is literally everywhere. Like, you can literally find it on Amazon Music, Google Play. Literally, my music is everywhere. I love it. That's I love it. Well, everywhere. do you have any? Do you have anything big coming out or any any new songs dropping or any, any oh, yeah, I got time you're song. performing? It'll probably be here in the next two weeks. A new song is called My Panama City Beach Freestyle. Okay. Twenty three. You know, I've heard this might be one of my best, my best songs ever. All you know, right. You know, it's like that, the flow is a little different on it. It's a little bit more, you know, you know, a feeling myself. Because, right? you know, you know, you got to, you got to, sometimes you got to just poke the chest out a little bit, let it go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ain't the one to play with it. When it comes to music, <laughs> I like that. So, uh, but yeah, uh, that's coming out in the next couple of weeks. I'm, I'm going to be dropping a couple little videos on my YouTube and I'll be having them on Facebook. Yeah, you can look me up on Facebook, on Instagram, Biggie, B-I-G-E underscore Diceman. But yeah, um, yeah, my music, I'll literally be dropping little videos and I'll be posting, just posting clips from uh, Panama City Beach from the time down there and I'll be racking up some more stuff, getting to the studio. Yeah, I got, I got, I got some stuff. I got some momentum I had to continue to, you know, build upon. <laughs> love it, love it, man. We well, appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you coming on the pod.